go-getters. It's your girl, Des, and I'm back. Season two, we are outside. Hello, hello. Ah, it's like a breath of fresh air recording for you guys again. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited to just be back here chatting with you guys. Um, getting you all caught up on, on the life of Des. Um, and also catching up with you. I'm excited to see what conversations we get into after I publish this. Um, today I'm not really going live or anything. I, I am just getting back into my groove of stuff. There's been a lot of personal growth and development, which we'll talk about, but, um, just holding space for myself to feel this newness. Um, and so one of the things I'm doing now is not multitasking as much. So it doesn't mean I won't be going live anymore. You guys will definitely catch me live. Um, we've got some new developments happening on Mind and Body, which I'll tell you about at the end of this episode. I'm super excited to tell you about that. But overall, I just really wanted to get on here and chat with my glow getters. So the last time we spoke, I, I left you guys a message uh, sometime at the beginning of March, but really the last time we spoke was at the beginning of the year in January. Um, wow. That seems like a lifetime ago at this point. <laughs> um, ugh, my best friend and I have been talking about, which if you want to know, this podcast is being recorded at the beginning of June. So it's been about six months. Um, but my best friend and I these days talk a lot about um, how time is just such a trip. It's so irrelevant. And a lot can change in one day, <laughs> let alone six months, you know. Shout out to my girl Camilla, my bestie, my ride or die. I'll be seeing her soon for our birthdays. Um, we're both June babies, so we'll be celebrating big. We're both turning 31 this year. And I have to say, as I creep up on my birthday, I am feeling more and more excited about my birthday than I ever have in my whole life. Um, I think like a lot of women, I used to struggle with celebrating myself. And I've just come to a point that I love my body. I love my mind. I love my soul. And so, yeah, I'm worth celebrating and not just for one fucking day, but for the whole damn month because I'm a goddess. So there's that which we'll get into. Don't worry, you guys. This season, there's going to be lots of talks. Lots of talks, lots of interviews. I'm super excited. I have some things lined up. Um, it's going to be epic. But back in January, the last time we spoke, I had just started um, a new container for myself as a student. Um, I think I updated you guys, but I, I had come across some trauma, um, some buried trauma uh, that I, I remember bits and pieces of. I don't remember all of it. And I knew when I found out about it, when we started having this discussion among my family, um, in particular, my cousins, it was a conversation with, with the cousin closest in age to me. We're at the same age. Um, and 
And there was some sexual trauma that we addressed that I didn't realize had ever actually happened. Um, but it made a lot of sense. Like when I hear pe- when I hear other people's stories of how their own buried trauma, and by buried I mean like like we've we've forgotten it. Like the brain has blacked out, right? The brain's like we don't need to remember that because we need to survive. So we're just gonna we're just gonna get rid of this. We're gonna wipe this memory for a while. Um, when I started looking into other people's experiences with lost memories um, of trauma, it was eerily familiar. <laughs> um, and, and, the tr- and the trauma that we discussed also made so much sense about where I was in my personal development in my in my romantic relationship um my overall wounds in relationships in general it made so much sense when i had this one missing piece and this missing piece comes from a very early part of my life like i was like two maybe i was very young um and you know i know there's all different kinds of evidence that can go either way I'm going to tell you, though, that I, I vividly remember specific things from that age. I do. I remember consoling my mother on the edge of her bed, putting my hand on her leg and saying, it's going to be okay, mommy. And like, if she were to tell you that story, she would tell it the same way. So yes, I acknowledge that children's brains do create some illusion around memories, right? But I also believe that we can have strong enough trauma to remember, but it can also be strong enough that we have to forget it, right? And obviously, in my case, like my brain decided this was too traumatic of a memory to keep in, to keep stored. So we're just going to wipe it, wipe it clean. <laughs> um, Something similar also happened with my dad's girlfriend and some abuse that went on there. It was the only other woman I had met between my my mom and my stepmom. Um, and I didn't remember that until I was like 18 or 19. And I, I remember having a lot of fear around that time in my life, but I didn't understand why. Um, so this is something that's that my brain is pretty good at, right? She's like, nah, man, we got to (laughs) survive. So I came across these these memories, these talks in um, November, December time. And I, in my, in my healing, (laughs) in my healing spirit, I knew that it was going to be a choice. There was going to be a choice for me to make. Either I get to sit in this and stay in the pain and let this continue to run my life, uh, no matter how unconscious it may be, or I get to take responsibility for my role in my happiness. I can't control what happened. I can't change what happened. The past is the past and it's happened. I don't even really need to remember, you guys. Like, at first, 
there was a part of me, the ego, right? The 3D self. <laughs> there was a part of me that's like, no, let's go searching for these memories, all right? It's time. You get to remember. And I'm like, ah. But do I really need to remember? And I don't. I don't. I've, I've seen enough movies. I've heard enough stories. I've had enough of my own pain. Uh, my family, the women in my family have had enough of their own pain by the same abuser. Um, so I didn't need to go searching for these memories. I could put the stories together enough myself. So I relinquished any attachment I had to those memories pretty early on. And around the same time, um, if you guys don't follow her, please follow her. Oh my God, she's an amazing goddess, healer, woman, human, everything. Uh, Stephanie Ray Coaching on Instagram. I will drop her thing. Um, I will drop her tag in the show notes so you guys can make sure to follow her. Beautiful, beautiful human being. Um, and also the guide that I needed to really release those stories I was telling myself and surrender to the beauty and pleasure and joy that was already existing in my life that I had been looking for for so long. Oh man, that made me, that made my eyes water. So this might become an emotional episode, you guys. <laughs> Oh, man, I haven't had a chance to talk about a lot of this yet. It's just I've been in my hermit mode in the last six months. So um, this is going to be so fun. My gosh. Anyways, so just a little precursor for those of you who don't remember, right? Because it's been a while. So last time I talked to you guys, I had just started her course, Trauma to Tantra, which is pretty self-explanatory, literally you know, taking whatever trauma you have stored in your body, your energy centers, your somatic body, your energy body, your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, all the chakras, the different layers. Um, and yes, obviously there's an emphasis on sex. Um, but more so as the energy, right? Like sex as the entire noun, adjective, verb, pronoun, like like as at its entirety, which we, you know, in this society we have such a such a vulgar I hate to call it vulgar, but it's for lack of a better word, so just hang with me here, okay? I don't find anything vulgar about pornography or anything, you guys. I'm not, listen, I have some kinks, okay? <laughs> just like the rest of us. Also, yes, sex is going to be something we are talking about. Relationships, we're going to start talking about. Um, my goal is to get my boyfriend to join me for a podcast, so help me out with manifesting that, you guys, okay? But there's just going to be so much new stuff to talk about because... <sighs> We're in a new world. Um, back to the topic, though. This course takes you through all of the possible blockages you could be carrying due to whatever trauma 
you have experienced. And what's beautiful about this work, you guys, is that it literally can address anything from like the trauma of hearing things repeated about ourselves day in and day out, which is a form of trauma. For instance, when we talk to ourselves and say, you're ugly, you're fat, yada yada, with these negative connotations, because I will tell you, I own the word fat. Like I used to be fat. I will raise my hand. But I don't say that with negativity. I just say that as a descriptor, right? But a lot of us, we tell ourselves these stories with an emotional attachment, and so then when we have this negative connotation with the word or with the phrase or with the story, and then we keep repeating that story to ourselves, that is traumatic. And then when it's repeated to us from people in our lives who don't even realize that they're, they're influencing and, and contributing to more trauma within our own story... <laughs> then it becomes more traumatic, right? So the, that's, sure, maybe on a scale of one to 10, that's a two or three, but that can be just as significant in how we hold ourselves back as the sexual abuse or molestation that happened at the hands of a caretaker, which, you know, for most of us humans is like a nine or 10, right? That's way off the survival scale. But either way, trauma is trauma is trauma, Okay. And this is something we've talked about before. Pain is pain is pain. Trauma is trauma. And while I may not know your trauma, I know my own. And I know how it's held me back. And I know that every human in this world has experienced some kind of disempowerment. Has been stripped down so far that they could only be concerned about their survival. Even if these are people who've never been without, right? Like I'm talking about even rich people. There is a part of us who has had enough trauma that we have toxic cycles within ourselves. That's why self-improvement is even a thing. That's why this whole industry even exists, you guys, because every single person on this earth has room for improvement. Yes, and this is something else we're going to talk about, obviously, later in the season. But, like, we also get to stop searching for improvement. We get to stop seeking improvement. And we get to just be. And what Trauma to Tantra, the course, taught me was that not only was I constantly seeking <laughs> this thing that couldn't exist for me, which for reasons we'll get into next. But I didn't, I wasn't going to get it because I didn't know how to receive it and I didn't even know how to sit in where I was at that point in time, right? I wanted, there was a part of me that knew, that could tell myself like, make sure you're not numbing yourself out, but it had already started. Within the two months between me finding out this information and then me starting the course, I had already started to numb myself out. And so the course couldn't have started at a better time. And it also gave me the opportunity to acknowledge my, my human design. I'm a 6'2", human designers out there who don't know what those numbers mean. 
we'll have a whole episode on this too, but my personal design, 6'2", uh, that profile is the hermit and the role model slash teacher. So the six is the role model, the two is the hermit. So I tend to have to go away. <laughs> I tend to have to walk myself up to the mountain or for those of you in Deterro, the tower, right? I have to go up, I have to go away from everybody and I have to go within to unlock these new levels that I'm I'm looking for, that I'm striving to be at. Um, and again, that comes with a fine balance, right? Because we don't need to be constantly seeking improvement either. So there's obviously the whole course is based on Tantra. And this is something that's now going to be integrated into my own healing modalities for sure. You guys know I was already like, nervous system somatic queen and then like finding this new modality I'm like whoa it just puts everything all of the pieces together there's breath work there's meditation there's energy centers there's somatic work there's nervous system work there's there's the mental work the emotional work it literally encompasses everything and at the same time it is the practice of life <laughs> so what makes it beautiful is that it's just life tantra is life and it, like we could already be having the most blissful experiences and not knowing it because we're constantly seeking more back in january i was about to break up with my boyfriend for the not that we've we've never actually broken up but this was like the third time I was feeling this way in two years and while yes there were some needs not being met a lot of it was coming from my inability to communicate that because I didn't feel safe and secure enough to do that not only within myself but then within the relationship because we have always been on opposite Besides, I have been operating, operating out of my wounded masculine energy for most of our relationship. He has been operating out of his wounded feminine energy for most of his relationship, most of this relationship. <laughs> um, by most, I mean, we're coming up on nine years together, and it really hasn't been until the last three that we've even been able to start looking at these things. And I say start because we started with like your typical talk therapy. So this has been... A, a slow development to this point, which is beautiful for us. And I love it. And I would suggest that if you are feeling unhappy in your relationship, but you really believe that this person is someone that can be your life partner, then, then you get to investigate a little bit before you leave the room, right? Um, and, and there was that part of me, too, that was like, I haven't been here for six years just because or, well, almost nine years now, <laughs> but I haven't been here for almost nine years just because. But back when we started working on these things, like I haven't been here for six years just because there's a there are parts of you that I love. And and I tell when people ask me, you know, like off the cuff, what's the first thing you love about your partner? I love that I didn't have to teach him how to love me. 
in the intuitive ways, in the basic love language ways. He has the same love languages as me and we have stayed on par with that our entire relationship. Our entire relationship, quality time and physical touch have been pretty much tied for number one. And every now and then one might slip above the other, but we both share those priorities in our relationship. And so because of that, there is a certain level of respect that we have always had for each other. And there's a lot of toxicity that was in my other relationships that has never existed in this relationship, even with maybe some of the emotional um, and intimate betrayals we have experienced, which again, we're going to talk about later in the season. But even with all that, I'm here for a reason. I haven't been here for nine years just because. <laughs> I'm not one thing about Desiree, she doesn't do shit just because, okay? Like <laughs> we're not here just because we are not finding out about this this pain right now just because these memories were not hidden from you just because there is a reason for everything. There is a reason for everything. And Again, one thing about my personality is I also just don't do things just because because I believe that nothing happens just because. Um, so in this course, you guys, I obviously have learned so much about just how we approach life. And I think what I... I think the most beneficial thing from it all was that it gave me the opportunity to really become both the observer and the observed. Um, the whole point of meditation, <laughs> when we talk about meditating, right? When we talk about breath work, when we talk about yoga, any of these um, more spiritual practices that we still do with our body and mind, the whole point of them is to be able to detach ourselves from our, our emotions enough that we can witness the beauty of our experience, that we aren't constantly pushing ourselves for some three-dimensional construct of what finally being healed, quote-unquote, looks like. There is no finish line. And I know I've talked about this with you guys with like fitness, right? We've talked about this with mindset work, but also in life, the finish line is death. Okay, that's the finish line. But then like if you believe in reincarnation like I do, then there's no there's no finish line. <laughs> we just keep coming back and learning lessons. And so like, you know what, bro? Like I'm trying to learn all the lessons I can then because I'm not trying to do this again. <laughs> When the next time I come back, <laughs> I just want it to be 1% easier. And if I have to learn all these lessons for it to be 1% easier, cool. It's just like with the gym, right? We have to do that same squat over and over and over again to get 1% better. That's what we do. So it's, it's at some point we have to learn detachment. When I hear someone tell me that they struggle with meditation, they can't meditate, I don't meditate, I don't do this, 
I don't do that. No, you won't do it because you refuse to remove yourself from the story and you refuse to remove yourself from the emotion because if you remove yourself from the emotion, then you have to do something about it because then you just look like a victim. Also, if you guys can't tell, my throat chakra is real clear these days. So we're going to talk about some things and it might be triggering, but also please know if you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you already know. Please know that these conversations are not to be triggering. They may feel triggering for you, but uh, my my inbox is always open. I am always here to discuss these things with you. I'm not bringing them up and leaving you hanging. If you need a space that you can come and talk about these things, if this is waking you up and hitting your body in a certain way, come find me on Instagram, Facebook, shoot me a DM. I will always respond. Even if we aren't a good fit, I can find, I'm, I'm in this world, right? So I can help you find what you're looking for. But sometimes we just need a, a witness outside of ourselves. Sometimes we need someone to witness us compassionately while also calling us on our bullshit so that we know how to witness ourselves compassionately while also calling ourselves out on our bullshit. So... I'm not saying that like, everything's cured, everything's healed, my life is perfect now, because I went through six months of, (laughs) of hermetic tantra work, right? I'm saying that this newest chapter of my healing is going to contribute to how I heal others, and how, how I show up now. Um, and again, if you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you know, we've been having some of these conversations that can be a little uncomfortable. Um, but if it wasn't for me putting myself through the work, through the labor part, through the learning part of how to really be present and thankful in my life while also working towards these larger goals, these larger dreams, these big visions I have, while also having a satisfying, romantic, deeply loving relationship, because this is something I have always wanted since I was a child, since I was little, you guys, since I was a little, little girl. I don't remember how old I was, but I want to say I was maybe two or three. The first time I, I watched a a movie where I remember feeling that like romantic uh, yearn inside of me. (laughs) And I don't even remember what movie it was. I just remember that's when that's around the age that I felt that feeling. Maybe four, maybe I was four, but still I was young. I was young. And since a very young age, I have always wanted to have a divine masculine partner. I didn't think, I don't think we ever think that when we meet that partner or one of those partners, because again, I believe in reincarnation, right? So like, I know that, I know that Tyler is not my only partner. But he's the one I want, which we're going to get to later. (laughs) Don't get ahead of ourselves. But um, if this is the one that I want, 
I I didn't know that this is what was going to lead me to it, you know? Like, I always thought, like, well, I'll just know. Like, I'll meet that person because that's what people say. They say that you're just going to know, which, <laughs> which, again, hello, human design, split definition. So there's two voices, two distinct voices in my head at all times, you guys. Also, ADDD, ADHD, all the ADDDs, right? Anybody with some neurodivergence knows that we already have this quality too. So it's just been heightened by my human design. It's so much fun in this brain. <laughs> um, so I have these two voices talking to me all the time and they tend to be like the angel and the devil, right? There tends to be one person playing the devil's advocate, one person playing God's advocate. And I'm just kind of sitting in between them like, oh my God, can everybody just shut up for like two seconds? <laughs> Can we think about what Desiree wants? <laughs> but I always thought I would just know, you know, because that's what everybody says. And and I didn't know. I didn't know if you had asked me eight years ago if I knew that Tyler was capable of being my life partner, I would have said no. Um, and then if you would ask, if you would have asked me if I knew whether or not I could marry him and be with him, I would have said no. Now, again, that was only one year into our relationship. I find that reasonable because we didn't even know each other before we started dating. Like we were literally, we would not have met. We never would have run into each other. We never would have traveled the same circles, gone to the same bars, been in the same places. If it was not for the mutual friend that we had at the time, what's wild is that mutual friend disappeared quite quickly after our relationship started. The purpose of this friend, I still believe to this day, was to be the channel for our union. We then got to choose what that union looked like. I digress. Again, we're going to be talking about all of these things later this season. This is going to be like a jam-packed season. I already have a few episodes recorded I've got some interviewers, interviewees lined up. I'm telling you guys, we've got some juicy, juicy stuff coming. Um, so I never anticipated that I was going to find my my divine partner through the process of healing together. And that has been one of the most beautiful gifts. Here we go. <laughs> Ooh, hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, it's been one of the most beautiful gifts to have with him. Because I think, especially as women in this world, especially as women in this modern society who, who also want to be successful entrepreneurs or successful businesswomen or successful nurses or whatever, whatever we want to be successful at outside of our relationship, We've had to take on these masculine traits to exist in this world. And it was only in being with him that I have been able to feel safe and secure enough to release that masculinity and surrender and be in our relationship. And and when I when I clock out, quote unquote. <laughs> I become I become his divine feminine and it doesn't mean that I'm not during the rest of the day but during the rest of the day I'm in my own energy right I'm in my own I'm moving I'm grooving I'm making moves making appointments 
talking to people, changing people's lives. I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, but I'm also moving and making masculine energetic moves. And one of the most beautiful pieces of my day, and and this is something that's still very new for me to experience, which is why it makes me emotional. (laughs) I think the more normal, quote unquote, it becomes for me, then maybe the less emotional I'll get. But who knows? Because I'm also just like, I'm so, you guys, I'm so broken open that like, you're just going to get what is here now, okay? It's just like my heart, literally everything from my root to my crown is now on my sleeve, okay? So... (laughs) So sometimes I might even cry when you're like, Delray, what are you crying about? Because these are just such powerful epiphanies and conversations and they need to be had. And I'm so excited to also be one of the people to guide you guys through them. Um, so anyways, I never expected that. And it's been more fulfilling to do this healing and And this work with a partner who, whether or not we stay together, yes, we've had very many, very many, very many. (laughs) We've had so many conversations about what it would look like for us to break up. Um, Because again, I, as much as I believe in, in karmic partners and twin flames, I also believe that we have a choice and that's our power as humans. We have a choice. And so back in January, I was asked to make a choice about what I was going to do. What the fuck are you going to do about this, Desiree? (sighs) So I did the very Desiree thing. (laughs) Went and hooked up with Stephanie. Poured myself into this course of healing. And and I'm going to tell you guys, like, I have always... Not everybody has this personality, okay? So... Uh, something we'll talk about again later in the season two is like diversifying our our paths of enlightenment. Um, There's not just one way to start. For me, it was fitness. And for me, I still believe that fitness is like the gateway drug because it's one of the easier things to focus on It's one of the easier things to see progress with because it's still here in this 3D reality. Even when we start talking about mindset, meditation, um, emotional detachment, things like that, that's the next layer, right? But like what I love about fitness is that it's it's a beautiful gateway drug because it gives you a safe place to practice these things where there are literally no consequences like the only consequence is that you might not finish your workout (laughs) which if you did half of a workout that's better than nothing right but I also am I also am seeing that there's so many paths to the enlightenment to the healing and it doesn't have to start with the fitness especially if you're so detached from your body that you can't even like you can't even get enough into your body to move it at the gym. Like the come on, that that this makes sense to me. <laughs> so again, though, all of these things, all of these paths, all of these journeys, the whole point of all of them is to detach ourselves enough 
that we enjoy the process, the present, the right fucking now, because that is all that we have. And I don't know about you, but I had gotten sick and tired of waiting for my life to look a certain way, to feel a certain way, for my partner to do a certain thing without me having to communicate my needs. Because again, a lot of our relationship, we were operating out of wounded energy. So a lot of these things I'm asking him to do now, I never even had the words for, let alone the courage (laughs) or bravery or safety within myself to speak them out loud to him. We're having so many new conversations in my relationship in these last six months as well. And you know, you guys, I have to tell you, I think like many men, he is not as quote unquote spiritual as me, right? Um, he, But he is very spiritual. To, uh, he is a spiritual human being for sure. He just doesn't give himself enough credit yet, but we're working on it. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, you see how I love myself now? This is it. You got to get here, baby. You got to come on, (laughs) boo-boo. But we're working on it together. That's the beautiful part, right? But because my new bare minimum has, has been raised, then he has to now, as my partner, meet me there. And so we're having these new conversations about my needs and that has been so empowering and so enlightening you guys even just to hear my own voice make these requests because we're talking about requests that are above our survival needs now he he has always been a provider in the relationship he has always been more money savvy he's always been I will say, though, those tables are turning, but it's okay. He's also learning with me, right? I'm in a new place in my life where, like, I'm an entrepreneur. I've taken control of the ship, so so I get to learn about money in a new way, and he's learning from me, and that's been really cool. Okay, I trailed off way too far on my relationship. The whole point of this (laughs) was to talk about the detachment, right? It's I couldn't have these conversations until I learned that detachment piece. And so it's so interesting because we think we have to be so involved to get to this like blissful place, but the bliss and the gratitude and the pleasure and the play and the joy and the fun that that you're looking for is literally just being in the moment that you're in. Just be there, just be there and be detached from whatever expectations you might've had of it. Because even when Things don't meet our expectations. There's more magic in it than any expectation, any three-dimensional construct we could have put on that healing because healing is a full body, full mind, full soul, full spirit project. It's so much more than I've met this dollar amount and now I'm going to be happy. I've gotten engaged and now I'm going to be happy. I've had a baby and now I'm going to be happy. Stop waiting on these things for your happiness and take responsibility for your role in your own happiness. Again, nothing is your fault. I'm not saying that life happening is your fault. But I am saying that we get to take accountability for what we do, how we contribute And how we heal. 
Because the healing is the part we have the most power over. So, I'm super excited for season two, you guys. I really just wanted to give you a little life update. Give you kind of a precursor on what to expect. Um, I'll be dropping a couple more episodes over the next couple of weeks. And then we'll be diving into some more... um, what do we call focused, focused shows. Um, Again, I'll have some interviewers, interviewees. Um, We are also at Mind and Body about to start a group podcast. I'm so excited. It's like a round table of all things mind, body, and soul. (laughs) Like literally, we're going to be talking about everything from Feminine energy, masculine energy, soul retrieval, twin flames, karmic partners, to making money, to um, building your business, to having a healthier relationship, to being a healthy single, to building a body that that does whatever you want it to do, whether that's burn fat, build muscle, both, however you want it to look, feel, etc. Like we're we're diving deep and we are having some round table discussions about all the things that women want to talk about the things that women actually want to fucking talk about right (laughs) so super excited for that um i don't have a date yet but stay tuned i will have a date soon i'll make sure to keep you guys updated on the grams and the facebooks please make sure you're following me there too by the way if you don't yet make sure you are following me there because that's going to be where a lot of my updates happen. Obviously, you guys can come and check out the podcast. With season two, there will be not only more regular episodes, but I just think overall it's going to be a much fuller season um, as as far as length goes, because, again, I'm in this new world, right? And so I have all these new conversations that I know we get to have. Um, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. Let's see. Let's make sure I'm not missing anything. Mind and body. Oh, last thing. Last thing. Super excited about this too. Mind and body is now hosting retreats. Yes, retreats. You heard us right. Mind and body is hosting their first annual Awaken the Goddess Within retreat. It's going to be this October and we're going to Puerto Rico. So. If you want to join us in one of the motherlands, um, which like no brainer, (laughs) if you want to join us in one of the motherlands of women with strong minds, bodies and souls um, for a weekend full of reconnecting with yourself, releasing anything that you're carrying that no longer serves you and reviving your life force energy let me know again hit me up on facebook instagram i can get you the deets there and keep an eye out for my posts because again i'll be talking about all of this in my stories and stuff otherwise glow getters i think that that's it for today thank you so much for joining me thank you so much for being here Thank you so much for allowing me the space and time to be human and heal and do what I needed to for myself 
not only from a personal perspective, but from a collective perspective, because had I not gone and done that, there's no way I would have been able to continue serving you. And we probably wouldn't be having this conversation right here, right now. So I am always, always, always deeply grateful to you all for being so accepting of me and my own journey um, and being willing to to learn from me. And, and again, just let me be your guide, teacher, and ultimately friend and sister on this journey of, of healing and self-development. Ah, this was so epic, Glowgetters. Thank you so much. This filled my cup. I hope it filled your cup. I hope you have a wonderful Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever day you hear this. <laughs> and until next time, peace.